Thank you, Father. We give you glory, we give you all the praise. Thank you for such a wonderful day. Thank you that it is your month, and thank you that through this month you will do wonders, miracles, testimonies, even in our lives. Thank you, Father, for the people on this platform. Thank you for their families. Thank you for the gift of life, and thank you for mercy. In Jesus' precious, mighty name, amen. If you are a believer here, shall glory, shall glory. Now, for some days now, I was dealing with the subject spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. And our scripture was in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6. Ephesians, chapter 6. Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 10 to 13. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 13.
Okay. Now, one of the things that we must understand today is that one of the things that we must understand today is that I first share with you that every believer must understand that they are at war. Whether good or bad, you are at war. Whether a believer or not a believer, you are at war. You being born again in the Lord does not exempt you from the war or from this war. Are you following? Being born again. Now, if you were unable to understand even the teachings of the past, please just wake up, make sure you take notice of it. We've got to know that the Bible says that finally, brethren, build up your strengths in union. Let me go to another version so that you understand it well. I love Michael Joby. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Look at that. Say, be strong. Now, if a father is telling his people, his sons, if a father is speaking to his sons, come on over and break a pember. Thank you, Father. If a father is giving a counsel to his sons or daughters, that be strong, it means that there are things that might even make you weary. There are things that may weary you. It may worry you. Are you, are you following? So when, when he gives you a charge to be strong, it means that the things that is about to happen to you, you may be afflicted by these things. Are you following? He said, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Put on the whole armor of God that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Put on the whole armor of God that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And this is a strange word and this is a beautiful word at the same time. If you are able to put on the whole armor of God, then he may be able to stand against these things that may worry you. Are you following? So the first charge that God gives to everyone is that, my brethren, and this is a final statement. He said, finally, after everything is said and done, after everything is done on the earth, finally, one of the things that I'm telling you, finally, is that, you must be strong in the Lord. Listen, the Bible was so much specific. Where you are supposed to be strong, the believer must understand that our strength is not in the world. Because in the world, the enemy has much strength, even much capacity in the world than us. Listen, you see, if you are strong, if you get into the territory of something, it is very difficult to fight that thing in that territory it means that everybody is stronger in their territories and to us our strength is in the territory of the lord are you following 
Are you following? So we must understand that where our strength is, it is in the Lord. And it is only in the Lord that we can find victory. Victory is not found in the world. The enemy is stronger in the world. Now, I am telling you this so that you understand about spiritual warfare. Because most at times, the believer thinks that the battle of our warfare is carnal, but it is not carnal. The weapon of our warfare, they think it's carnal, but it's not carnal. Our battleground is not in the physical realm, but in the spiritual realm. But in the spiritual realm, where we have a divine advantage, is only situated in the Lord. If we neglect the presence of God in our battlefield, we will lose the battle. And that is why the Bible says that the time came that the people of Israel went for battle and Joshua was leading them. In fact, I know Caleb was part, but the Bible says that Moses was on the top of the mountain and Moses lifted up the rod with his two hands and was holding it even up. That the more his hands was up, victory was coming for the people of Israel. It means that although they were fighting, but where the victory was coming from was not coming from their scales on the field, but it was coming from a man standing on the altar standing in the presence of god standing lifting up the rod of god am i talking to somebody so although people are in the market working although people are going here and there doing this and that am i am i speaking to somebody people are attending school they are they are learning and they are doing all kinds of things now if you are a child of god this is where you have to even allow your mindset to work you have to now begin to understand some of these principles. It means that sometimes you think some people think that even for them to do something for God, they think that it is by their own strength. But the Bible says it is not by might, not by power, but my spirit. Where you have assurance of victory is in the Lord and not in the world. So for you to understand spiritual warfare, understand that you can only be strong and can only conquer and can have victory if only you are in the Lord. Because the territory of the enemy is in the realm of carnality. And the realm of carnality is the realm of the flesh. So anybody who wants to activate the victorious life, even over against the enemy, that person must activate it only in the presence of the Lord. And that is why these people, although they were fighting, who told you that the Old Testament people were not spiritual? What Moses was doing was spiritual. How can you lift up a rod? How did he understand that he has to lift up a rod for victory to come? This, it takes a prophetic discerning mindset. Am I talking to somebody? The man had the understanding and the revelation that although the people are going for battle, but I must lift up the rod because if I lift up the rod, if I lift up the staff, if I lift up this thing up, victory will be assured and the bible said that when he was getting weaker and his hands was coming down and israelite was also failing so so he called people to hold his hand up to support him up and now that one is the mystery of leadership i'm, I'm not going there now i'm not going there now the more he was lifting it up Victory was assured to the people on the field. People were going to their workplaces. Listen, your man of God is standing in the presence of God to pray for you. This is a spiritual warfare. Sometimes some of the battles you have no idea of. And sometimes I look at my sons and daughters and I tell them that, listen, the reason why some of you, you are still alive, and I say it emphatically, the reason why some of you, you are still alive even today, the reason why some of you are not still sick, the reason why some of you are doing well is because a man is standing in the presence of the Lord. 
praying for you, interceding for you. The other day I read in the book of Job, and the Bible says that the sons of God were gathered, even in the presence of God. And Satan also, Satan also, it means that he also called himself as a son. He needs an update. He also went. He also went. Now, this thing should, should tell us that there is always a meeting in the presence of God. There are seasonal meetings that goes on. Are you sure that you always attend the meeting? Are you sure that you are updated? Listen, life is spiritual, people of God. Life is spiritual. If you joke with your life, the enemy will mess up with your life. People of God, you have to understand that the season we find ourselves, it is not about carnal things. It is not, it is not about mundane things. You got to realize the spiritual structure of our world. Say glory. He will dwell in the midst of the cherry beams. Mm. Shine for. Listen, people of God, if all you know is in the flesh, you are the most useless person on it. And I say this without an excuse. If all you know is in the flesh, you are the most miserable person on earth. If all you know is in the flesh, you are the most useless entity living. People of God, it is too carnal to be carnal. Don't be too carnal. Listen, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 is so clear. It's so clear that be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And there is a reason why he is telling you that be strong in the Lord and in, his, in, in the power of his might. And in the power of his might. And he went ahead in the verse 11 and said, put on the whole armor of God. Now God, you said you have saved us. You said that you have delivered us. You, you said that you have, why should, should we now put on the whole armor of God? Now, if this one was an Old Testament, I would have agreed. But this is the New Testament. Listen, this is not even the Gospels. This is even after the death and the resurrection of Jesus that he has entered into glory, seated in the right-hand side of power, and still, Paul said, put on the whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Listen, so after Jesus said it is finished, still there is something called the wiles of the devil. Everybody type it, W-I-L-E-S. W-I-L-E-S, wiles of the devil. Everybody type it, if only you are here and if only you are following, type it, W-I-L-E-S, wiles of the devil. Wows of the devil. Wows of the devil. In the midst of the cherry beams. Ah, yeah. Shine forth. Shine forth today. He who dwells in the midst of the cherry beams. Ah, shine forth. Now, do you understand the word wows? Wows is what we call trickery. It is what we call deception. Hayamanaya. Deception is the greatest weapon. People of God, can I repeat that? When people use tricks to deceive someone, when people use tricks 
to deceive someone. Sometimes when you read the word wow, you think it is some weapon, like a gun, like um, an arrow. No! Wow! Is deception. When the enemy is able to deceive, and this is what is happening, even in our today, a lot of people have entered into a zone of deception. Whatever you tell them, even our very own, I am a, I read my scriptures, and the Bible says that at the end time, even the very elect, the very elect may be deceived. The very elect. When the Bible used the word the very elect, it means that these people were appointed before time. They were elected by God. But if they are not careful, they will be deceived. People of God, you have to be vigilant. Listen, don't be carnal. It is too carnal to be carnal. I'm not go by Listen, that is why I always teach people. If I don't bring you to a place of understanding, a place of knowledge, a place of wisdom, a place of godly wisdom, godly knowledge, godly understanding like the seven spirit of God, a place of the fear of the Lord, a place of counseling, the Damasuka a place of the spirit of God, Amano Santa. A place of the might of God, the power of God. I am Listen, listen, a time will come that a man of God will stand in front of you and will deceive you. The man of God may not be aware. When you operate in the seven spirit of God, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of the fear of the Lord, and the spirit of power or might, and the spirit of the Lord. Listen, when this seven spirit begin to find expression in you, listen, no matter the deception that will come, you will be able to understand and realize and you will be able to point out that what is an error and you will not be deceived because the greatest attack of the enemy against the church and against the believer is the attack of deception. The enemy wants to deceive everyone. Listen, the enemy is a lure. He will lure you to a place that he will it is like it is like trying to catch a fish trying to catch a fish yes trying to catch a fish you see people will use some kind of the diet are you getting it yes the food of the animal they will put it in the water so when the animal is coming for it when he sees it he the enemy it thought that oh this one is my diet but he, it, it doesn't know that after it gets closer to even it, it is trapped. People of God, this is what the enemy is trying to do to you. He will put that thing at the bait and you will think that um, this is your diet. Sometimes you get excited with those things. Sometimes you, you get excited because it will come nicer. But listen, I am the fact that it is nice does not mean that it is accepted. The fact that it is nice does not mean that it comes from the Lord. Am I speaking sense? And am I talking spiritual knowledge? So for you to understand spiritual warfare, understand everybody is at war. Everybody's at war. Whether you are in the world or you are in the Lord, you are at war. And since you are in the world, you have to understand that. You have to understand two things here. Let me explain this. Everybody's at war. Everybody's at war. It means that to the devil, he understands that he too is at war with you as a believer. Therefore, there is, there, there is a place 
of influence, there's a place where you are strengthened enough to overcome the enemy. So the realm of the enemy, where the enemy is so strong, please write it down. There are two realms. Now, people who know God, they, they have their realm of oppression. And those who are associate of the enemy, they too, they have their realms. And if you find yourself in the realm of the devil, I'm telling you, your anointing will be messed up. Forget about your anointing. People were anointed in the Bible. But when they found themselves in the realm of the enemy, the enemy messed them up. That is why you must be careful. Now, the realm of the enemy is what we call the flesh. Carnality. Mundane things. I said what? The realm of the enemy. Ah, a lot of people are missing this message. Because our network messed up in the morning. In fact, I think the table net, it got finished. I didn't know. So all this while I was trying my best to just come up and it was not working. I'm sorry for that. Yes, but we just bought some. So we are on. Invite your brothers, invite them. Let them learn. Otherwise, I have to be repeating myself. And this one, I will not repeat it because I'm going to publish it. I'm an occupy. Are you following? Somebody say spiritual warfare. Say spiritual warfare. Listen. Listen. Tee, 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 We are at war. The devil knows that you are his enemy. And you also know that the enemy or the devil is your enemy. Get it to. You are aware that Satan is your enemy. He too, he is aware that a child of God is his enemy. No, as for him, he's not aware that a child of God. He is aware that every person called man is his, is his enemy. Just that he has employed some of us. <laughs> but his employment of those people doesn't mean that he loves them. He has deceived them. Get it right, though. Get this thing right. If you get it right, eh, from this month, you operate in a higher spiritual um, um, warfare with a higher understanding. People of God, when you have this understanding, you begin to run in a place of victory. Because a lot of people, the enemy mess you up. Sometimes eh, you even doubt um, 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 he, uh, people praying for your healing, people praying for your miracle and all that. You just respond because you, the devil, you keep on winning. And it, it is not supposed to be so. When I told people that every day I get testimony, some even, I think, some even don't believe. Yes. Why? Because to them, it will take a year for them to see one testimony. But they have forgotten that if they begin to realize that even waking up is a testimony, or I can say, oh, but waking up is a normal. It's not normal. That's why you cannot see abnormal. It's not normal. Are you following? Waking up, the moment you begin to accept 
some of these little things, then God will multiply. God, because God loves faithfulness. He rewards people who are faithful. So if you are faithful for the life he has given to you, then you appreciate, hey God, thank you. Who am I to wake up? Who am I? Despite everything around me, who am I? The, the moment you begin to appreciate some of these things, then suddenly things will begin to find expression in your life. People of God, you have to learn. Because listen, the weapon, the weapon of our warfare, it is not carnality. Because when you use carnality, that is the strength of the enemy. Are you following? So these two realms, the realm number one is the realm of the flesh and that is the stronghold of the enemy. The stronghold of the enemy is the flesh. And this is how or where I will define to you that you are not in the flesh. Hey. Hey, yeah. Somebody say, hey, yeah. I love teaching the word and I love my Bible. I love the word. Listen. The realm of the flesh is the realm of devils. It's the realm of demons. It, listen. It is their realm. It is for them. Can I shock you? He told Jesus, for everything in the earth has been given to us. It has been given to me. It has been given to me. That is why the Bible was cautioning us that we should not build our houses on it. That doesn't mean don't build a house. Don't get me wrong. Some people <laughs> like, oh, my pastor said I shouldn't build a house. My pastor said I shouldn't build a house. So me, I'm not going to build. So why are you gathering the money to? <laughs> Hey, my prophet, my teacher, my apostle says, no, prolific says I shouldn't build house. So me, I'm not going to build house. No, I'm not talking about that one. Don't put your treasure even on it. A lot of people spend all their lifetime, all their lifetime doing carnal things. Things that will not benefit the kingdom of God. Listen, if you are doing that, you are projecting the um, um, realm of the enemy. And a lot of people here, you are projecting the realm of the enemy. There are most people here. I can point some of you. The things you do prophetically with what I see, you are projecting the realm of the enemy unaware. And that's why I said that the greatest weapon is the weapon called deception. The enemy will deceive you. Listen, and when he's coming at the base of your entrapment, he will put what you like. He will put what you like. He will put what you like. He will be like, oh, now let's sing worldly songs in the church. Yeah. Because that is what you can use us to attract people. And now you have this mindset. Oh yes, let's let's sing worldly song. My mentor, Pastor Chris Oyakilomi, one of my mentors, we say, How worldly should we become to win the world? How worldly should we become to win the world? How worldly should we become to win the world? People of God, let's be careful. I came to rebook some of you, and I came to 
and correct some of you and I came to give some of you a charge and I came to also encourage some of you that listen 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 we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and that, that was our foundational teaching I said that the first thing we wrestle against is principalities now I told you the other day now before I go there let me even finish this side so the realm of the enemy is the realm of the flesh and if you try to do things in the flesh listen he will mess you up forget your anointing it's like a man of god and you bring somebody you now when you see girls you cannot control yourself you see people even outside you cannot even easily control yourself you have to sometimes you have to close your eyes and you say that oh um the the, the, the most beautiful lady with all these nice colors with all these nice um, 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 smiles with all these backs and fronts and you allow this person to enter your room alone midnight you are doing watch night with the lady in your room and you say oh my anointing will work for me uh, yeah. well, uh, yeah. you are bringing r- the realm of the flesh into reality you have invited flesh to your house listen don't blame the ladies you invited her you invited her yes and once you do that before you realize you shabbat and be at the back you can shabbat but the lady will do you aj you can shabbat and the lady will mess you up so managaya be careful somebody say be careful be careful people of god the realm of the flesh is the source of the devil anybody who is operating in the realm of the flesh will with time fail because no matter how anointed you are the bible first told us in ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 that finally my brethren be strong in the lord and in the power of his mind our strength is not in the world. He said, be strong in the Lord. It is only in the Lord that we have to be strong. And when we are strong in the Lord, we can overcome. No, 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 no. We, can't, we, we shouldn't even say we can overcome. The moment we are strong in the Lord, we have overcome. Because the victory is there. But anybody who walks in the Lord is walking in victory already. But we are walking in the flesh. We are walking in the flesh. Spiritual warfare. If we do not understand these basic principles about spiritual warfare, we will always go for battle and we will lose. We will always go in the name of like the seven sons of Skiva. Look at what the Bible says. This Skiva is a Jewish priest. In fact, they say that he is the highest person. He is the boss among the even priests. He is the high priest. And the man, despite all his accolades, despite all his anointing as a priest, his sons, the seven sons, if they went in the name of their father, this demon possessed man. The Bible says the demon began to mess up their lives to a point that he made them naked. He made them naked. Can a demon make you naked? Now, let me give you a spiritual understanding here. Now, spiritually, making somebody naked is mean that you are putting them to shame. Some people, you took a lady. Let me open your eyes to the scripture that you will not only read the scriptures just like that. You, you, you brought a, a demon 
The lady is telling you, please, me, I have me, I'm struggling. I'm struggling, please. When we are doing anything, do it plainly in the church. Pray for me in the church. He said, No, let me take you inside. I will, I was cast that demon. We came now. Now you are naked, Pastor. You are naked, oh child of God. You are naked. The, you see, the demon has disgraced you. The lady is now on top of you, and you are down. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, la, la, la. We caught you, say, Oh, la, la. And then we are a weakness. Oh, 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 oh. Sura la 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 le 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 le, ayo sule le 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 le, we le 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 we we, we 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 we, yeah 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 yeah, we 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 we, um um, listen, your strength is in the Lord. Your strength is in the Lord. So the Bible is now giving us a chance. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. I am a Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. My brethren, be strong. I say, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Then he went ahead and said, put on the whole armor of God. Listen. So there are two ribs. Where you have strength is in the spirit because God is that spirit. So you say, be strong in the Lord. We are talking about spiritual, spirit. Listen, the enemy cannot mess you up in the spirit. If your spiritual realm is in the Lord, you have more strength in the spirit. I'm, 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 I'm telling you something. That is why you have the greatest advantage. Do you know that advantage? The Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is the greatest asset of the believers. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. Is the Spirit of Christ. Is the Spirit of the Father. Is the Spirit of the Son. And if this, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of the Spirit. <laughs> Father to child. Spirit to my spirit, I'm lighted by your word. Dun, dun. And with a prayer of life, that's why I, uh, that's why I, uh, uh. <laughs> just breathe your name upon me. Breathe. I love that song. Yes. Just breathe your name upon me. Breathe. Listen, you have more advantage in the spirit. You have more advantage in the Lord. You have more advantage in the spirit. God made you the spirit. You are a spirit living in the body and have a soul. Can I take it again? You are a spirit and everything has I'm, I'm, I'm strength from a source. So you are strengthened based on your source. Where is your source? Your source in the, is in the spirit. If you do not dwell in the spirit, you are losing weight in the flesh. Because your weight is not coming from the flesh to the spirit. It's rather coming from the spirit to the flesh. People who are strong in the flesh are people who are strong in the spirit. 
If your spirit becomes weaker, your flesh will be conquered. Are you following? That is why we say, listen, life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. If you want to conquer the enemy, conquer it in the law. And the Lord is in the spirit. The Bible says, and the Lord is that spirit. Hey, you didn't hear that. And the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is fullness of joy and there is liberty. Now, the question I want to ask you, based on what I have taught you now as the foundation, everybody is at war. And there are two forms of war. There are two enemies. We are an enemy. The devil is also an enemy. Are you getting it? We are an enemy to the devil. And the devil is an enemy to us. Okay. The enemy operates. Now, this is how you write Newton. It's simple. Everybody, born again or not born again, you are at war. From the day you came to it. And you are a target to somebody. And somebody is also a target to you. That makes us enemies. Are you following? Okay. Every enemy operates on the higher grounds in their jurisdiction. Can I take it again? Every enemy is powerful in their hometown. Every enemy is strong in their jurisdiction. It means that the probability for us to overcome the enemy or for an enemy to overcome you is dependent on our location. Are you following? Yes. Are you following? Yes. For us to overcome, for an enemy to overcome an enemy, they must operate from their realm. The possibility of them overcoming, of an enemy overcoming an enemy is high when they operate from their realm. So what are the realm? Or what are the two enemies? The two enemies, number one is man, number two, the devil. Okay. The devil is an enemy to man. Please, at this point, you should be able to write because the way I'm teaching is like I'm teaching class one. The way I'm saying things. The enemy, I have broken it down like never before. I have broken it down simple because... You know, I'm a small boy trying to teach. I'm not learning how to teach. I'm a small boy. I'm, I'm not learning how to teach. Yes. We are an enemy to the devil. And the devil is an enemy to us. Why are we enemies? We are enemies because we do not agree. 
Are you getting it? See, the teaching is not important than your understanding. I want you to understand. Not to preach it. I want you to understand it. So make sure you are writing notes. Yes. Are you following? Yes. The enemy does not agree with us from the foundation of the world. From the beginning, he doesn't agree with man. The enemy is jealous of man. Of course, he was part of the angels. And all of the angels even were amazed with how God loved man. So they have issues with man. Now when I'm done with this, then we'll flow. So I want you to understand the basics. Mm-hmm. Are you following? Yes. So the enemy is our enemy. And the reason why he's our enemy is because we do not agree. Because we do not walk together. The Bible says that light has nothing to do with darkness. Be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. So we are not one. And we do not, we do not accept each other. We are not friends. The enemy is not my friend. Listen, the enemy is not your friend. Now, the mistake that people are doing is that I said the enemy, man is an enemy to Satan. Man is an enemy to who? Satan. And that means that you, no matter who you are, whether you are born again or not born again, you are an enemy to Satan. He hated you from the beginning. He thought that God has given his position to you. The place of the devil, he thought from the beginning that God has given it to you. And listen, he wanted to also commit the same sin that he committed so that God, God who is just, will conclude us all in condemnation. But I thank my God, he has not condemned us. That is why the enemy is always throwing a lot of things against you. Because the only thing that could now take you from the Lord, your sin even cannot. And this is a hard statement. Your sin even cannot. But one thing that the enemy is trying to do is that is for you to renounce the name of Jesus or for you not to accept the name of Jesus. That is the only thing he is fighting. So he will do anything. He will throw sickness. He will throw disease. He will throw accident. He will throw anything. Everything he gets, he will be throwing it to you so that you will reject him. You, you will denounce, uh, denounce Jesus. You will denounce the Lord. That's what the enemy is trying to do. So have you seen that when a lot of things happen to people, they start to complain? That is the beginning. It's a deception. When you go into the world, it will make you feel comfortable. It will make you have all the things you are looking for. To make you feel that it is good to be in the world, it's a lie. You are still an enemy. That is his bait. That is his entrapment. He is using that thing to trap you. Be careful. Are you following? Yes. So we don't agree from the beginning. So don't think that, oh, you, you there, you are in the world. So <laughs> the enemy loves you. He loves you now. He loves you now because that is part of his trap. He has made you one of his own. And he's sending you to attack your fellow. Listen, at the end, you will struggle. Your fellow will not struggle. Yes. 
especially when they have built strength in the Lord. You will struggle. So witches, wizards, necromancers, sorcerers, all these demonic forces employed, all these demonic forces as a man employed, it is not themselves operating. There is a spirit that the enemy has now injected in their spirit. So instead of them to receive the Holy Spirit, they have received a demonic spirit. And that demonic spirit is operating, has united with their human spirit. So if you see a witch in your father's house, a witch in your mother's house, are you learning the people of God? Because I'm giving you some strong things. A witch in your father's house, a witch in your mother's house. It is not just a physical witch by themselves, but it is a witch that has aligned itself or herself or himself to the will of the devil that the enemy has now been able to also culture his spirit which is the demonic spirit in their spirit so instead of them to operate in the right spirit called the holy spirit they are rather operating in the demonic spirit so instead of them to have love they are having hatred instead of them to have patience they are having impatience instead of them to have unity they are having this unity it is the spirit of the enemy that's why i say i don't hate man i hate the devil in them I hate the spirit in them. I hate that, that, that character in them. Don't hate any man because man is your brother, is your sister. But the enemy is trying to use his spirit to communicate something different. Because listen, the manifestation of the flesh is the happiness of the spirit. So the enemy has this intelligence that the moment he's able to operate from the spiritual perspective using his demonic spirit, I told you the three spirits, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of man, and the spirit of the enemy. So the enemy used the spirit the spirit, the demonic spirit, and he now injects that spirit. He caught sight. When you go to the microbiological lab, we have something we call culture, where a certain organism is subjected under certain conditions, and we call it culture, so that we can see the growth of that organism. Then we can now bring the diagnosis. We can now say that, oh, this is the type of organism in the blood. This is the type of organism even in the, in the urine. This is the type of organism even in this thing. Are you getting it? So we build a certain atmosphere to help the growth of that organism. That's what the enemy do. He will encourage, he will culture his spirit, the demonic spirit, in the spirit of man. And now when his spirit now is injected, even in the spirit of man, then they will begin to find expression to grow more wicked they'll become like the devil himself suddenly the man will not love to love people will not love to have patience will not love to have peace anybody who doesn't love unity the spirit of lucifer is at work so are you understanding spiritual warfare so don't hate your brother hate the spirit in them Please, I want you to understand this message because it is your message of the year. This message will help you lifetime. All the things we are on this earth, we are fighting, we are at war. The day your mother gave birth to you, he brought you to a field of war. You were young, you didn't know anything, but things were fighting you. But one of the beautiful things is that when you were young, the Bible says every child has an angel. Because Jesus said, you are not supposed to look down on this little one. For their angel sees my father every day. Listen, their angel sees my father. So it means that if once you were a child, you had an angel. 
And that is why when you are a child, there are certain things it cannot even affect you. But when you begin to grow to a level of knowledge, a level where you know sin, I am an I am an abaya. That was when you were also now ready for battle. So when you were young, you were not even going through a lot of things. Even if you were going through it, you didn't feel the pain. You didn't know what was happening to you. It was your parents that were struggling. But when you grew up, suddenly you too, you will be carrying some burdens. You too, you will be going through some challenge. Somebody share the link for me. I want to teach you this message so you will grow. The enemy, I tell you, you see, the greatest weapon of the enemy is the weapon of deception. Is the weapon of deception. Is the weapon of deception. Shobalada. Shadabalada. Shogobolodibada. Shogobolodibada. Shogajabaladibada. Shogobolodibada. I follow you. So listen, now when you have a sister, let me give an example. If I have a sister like Efia Bwajua, Efia Bwajua is my sister. Then suddenly we were all growing up in the same house. Please take a careful or make a careful attention. Please, I beg you, don't let anything distract you with what I'm teaching you. I know what I'm saying. If you learn this thing that I'm telling you, man of God will not struggle anymore. If you learn what I'm teaching you, people will have their freedom and they will have understanding that their warfare is not carnality, it is in the spirit. The enemy knows it. The enemy knows it. Because when you come to Canaan, what's not banned? And I've showed you a scripture where he told Jesus, the Bible says he took Jesus to a place, to the highest mountain. He took him on top. And he said that. If you bow before me, I will give you all of these things, for it was given to me. So if you want to operate in the flesh, you are, you, you are, uh, now, now, men can say, you are completely finished, and now you are finished completely, and now you are, hey, yes, in the flesh, it is the realm of the devil, so don't try. Today, open your eyes. I say, what? Don't try to fight the enemy in the flesh. You want to insult somebody and you are a witch, you are a witch, you are a witch. You wake up and listen, your mouth, it will twist. You cannot say you are a witch, 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 you are a witch. My red, your mouth is orange. What can you make of orange, bro? Be careful. Yo, my God. Are you following people of God? Amen encounter. I, I will surely do that by the grace of God. Are you following? Spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Put on the whole armor of God that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So he is always trying to deceive you. And that is why you hate your brother because the enemy has deceived you to hate your brother. You call yourself a child of God, but you hate a sister. The enemy has deceived you to hate a sister. I don't have, and I say it, if anybody says that I have issue with them, the person should come and tell me. 
I don't have any person to me in my heart. I don't have one person that I have issue with. I don't have one person that I hate. They may have issue with me. I don't have issue with them. I don't have, I can't point my hand to someone. No, I don't hate him. I hate the character. I hate the devil in you. Not you. You, I love you, pa. So if I love you in that way, then I have to pray for you. So the enemy is trying to deceive us. It is called deception. The spirit, the greatest weapon ever of the enemy is the weapon of deception. And that is why the Bible was so much specific. If you are not careful, even at the end, the very elect, hey, hey, the very elect will be deceived. The very elect, when the Bible said the very elect, these are people that were even called before time. They were called, they were appointed to do the great ministry of God. But they were deceived. People of God, be vigilant. Don't, I am not saying this to scare you, but I'm saying this to clear off any spirit of deception. I am saying this to mess up. I can tell you the enemy is not happy me teaching this spiritual warfare um, thing. The enemy is never excited me doing these episodes. I'm telling you. Because it will not open your eyes to not even hit your brother, to not even hit your sister, and to understand the warfare you find yourself. The enemy is not happy. It's not happy. But thanks be to God. We don't operate in the, in the flesh, we operate in the spirit. Now, the word deception is the same word we can trace the word ignorance. 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 The Bible says that we are not ignorant of his device. Listen, the first one we read, he's talking about so that we may be able to stand against. The word stand against means that we are to fight. You are sitting there and you are sleeping just like that. You are eating every day just like the seven days fasting, you don't do some. The monthly covenant fast, you don't do some. All the week you eat. People of God, somebody will wake up and they say, ah, this guy has liver problem. The person didn't take alcohol. The person didn't sleep with anybody that caught any virus, maybe hepatitis or whatever. The person, somebody wake up and they say, this person is HIV, AIDS, positive. It's ritual positive. Somebody wake up and they say, this person had an accident. Do you think things just happened? Do you think God is so deaf and dumb? Do you think God is so blind that he cannot save his people? Do you think? Hey, I am an Gadimanagabaya. People of God, you have to be vigilant. You are at war. The enemy is throwing everything at his best against you. You have to watch out. I always tell people there are two people in the farm and the two people in the farm the land has been given to everybody who want to sow and one can prevent the other to stop sowing so God has given the land and has also given a certain group of people an ability to fight people from sowing on the land and that task is not the task of the Lord. It's the task of the servants. So if we do not do our work, we don't expect God to come and do that. Now let me explain it well because you are confused. The Bible says that 
a group of people or some people went out to the farm to sow seeds. They went to plant, they went to sow. Now, when they left, they went to sleep. And when they slept, an enemy came to sow tears among the good seeds. This is the mystery. This is the mystery. Most people, you want to rest. The day you rested, the enemy came alive. The enemy is very quick to act. The enemy want to kill you. What do you want to do? Can I, can, I, can, I, can I tell you what the enemy want to do? Can I show you in scriptures? What he want to do to you? Can I show you? Can I show you? Can I show you? Okay, John chapter 10. John 10, 10. The thief, the word thief, I will, if I'm to explain this in spiritual warfare, you will be shocked. We use the word thief is because he is not supposed to, the things that he is coming to take charge, it doesn't belong to him. He stole it. He is an armed robber. He's a criminal who takes property belonging to someone else with the intention of keeping it, selling it, or destroying it. <laughs> Sometimes I don't want to do teachings, especially I don't want to do advanced teachings. But when I start everything I touch, I want to go deeper in it. But the Lord will help me. And that makes people find it difficult at times too. <laughs> but the Lord will help us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Spirit of God. The thief comes only. So the reason why the thief comes, the reason, number one, is to steal. Are you getting it? So you are sitting there, you are sleeping always. You are eating banku always. People of God, let me tell you. The enemy, the Bible says that a time came that they did not eat. They did not drink. They wanted to see poor, dead. Listen, somebody is not eating. Somebody is not drinking. And they are still making sacrifices. You, you eat. You drink. You don't even give sacrifice. Hey. And when we are teaching, hey, God has paid it all. He paid it all. He paid it all. My sins he paid it all. He paid it all. That's why he paid it all. It's now You are confused. Yes. And I'm serious here. Because listen, when you understand the fraternity of demons and how they work, the network of demons, the cosmopolitan of demons, the jurisdiction, of their operation. Listen, when you get to their terrain, you understand that these people, they mean business. When a demon wants to kill you, he will do everything possible. Listen, people of God, don't joke with your life. Oh, don't joke. You will die and go to heaven. But it might not be your time. They will destroy the company for you. It might not be the purpose and the plan of God. Stop blaming God. 
Stop blaming my father. Stop blaming my old man. Stop blaming him. A man of God. He has given you everything. He has even showed you in the scriptures that some people slept and the day that these people slept, the enemy came to show. And still you will read that scripture and still go and sleep. You, you are sleeping with Christ, not only you alone. You will sleep with people's husband. You will sleep with people's wife. You will sleep with somebody without getting married to her. And when you begin to do this, you have given the enemy an upper hand. It means that this one is not only coming to fight you, but he has even the upper hand because number one, you have sinned. You have sinned. You have sinned and in your sin, he will attack you. May God help you and show you mercy in the name of Jesus. So listen, now when you begin to understand the spiritual principles, when you begin to understand the spiritual warfare concerning how the enemy operates, you know how to also operate. One of the things that I learned in military, how they go to war, you have to learn. You have to learn. All the thing I learned is that the first thing, even once they are training to go on battle, they will also send spies. Somebody says spies. These spies, their assignment is to study the culture of the people. These spies, they can go for almost and spend almost like three years to five years and they are still in the city. They are preparing for only one to two or three days war and people can go to that city and stay there. They want to conquer the city and take it. Go and study. Go and study about how people were taking nations. Go and study it. They will go and now understand it. Listen, there, there is this knowledge the Lord has given to me by the special grace of God. And listen, the, the seven spirit, if you now begin to pray to God, that seven spirit will come to you. Sometimes I don't even read certain things. But God will speak through me. I'm speaking. And you will go and find it and it is there. This, I am sharing this for you to know that all things are in the spirit. And if you learn to work with God, you don't even need books. God will be that book in your mind. You will speak and it will be accurate based on what the world is writing. Even on Google, even on Facebook, even on Twitter, even on books. I'm telling you, this is a gift, a free gift from God. But we have rejected it because we always love to dwell in the flesh. That was just by the way. Go by that. Are you following? If you study how um, 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 the military or the, uh, the soldiers conquer nations, they will send spies. And when they send spies, these spies will go. This spies.
Sorry, people of God. Are you learning? Everybody, I want everybody to type spiritual warfare. And are you enjoying the message? Are you growing? Are you sure you are growing? Are you sure you are enjoying? Please, if you don't have understanding about anything, I am here to teach. Draw my attention to it. The enemy hates it when you are studying. That is why you get, that's why you want to sleep when you are, when you are reading the Bible. Anytime, you, you just, just realize it. Anytime you are studying scriptures, you want to sleep. No matter how anointed you are. When you start to study scriptures, you want to sleep. When you are under teaching service, you want to sleep. That thing, that thing, that thing should even tell you, why is it that I'm watching a movie and I don't want to sleep, but starting to study and I want to sleep. I am hearing a man of God teach and I want to sleep. That thing should tell you that life is spiritual. Baby, oh, baby, oh, hey, baby, oh, my name is Tuansa. Baby, oh, Shailen, can you mommy? Shailen, can you mommy? Somebody now said, now, for me to, for me to um, sleep, I'll go and take Bible. Look at Was it anytime he want to sleep? Even pressing your phone, you don't sleep. Yes. The person says that if I want to sleep now, I go to take my Bible. It's the sleeping tablet. Okay. Not that they say it jokingly, but in a, in, in a deeper sense, we are becoming carnal. Life is spiritual. So God has given us the land. And if you don't sow, somebody will sow. How? What are the things we are supposed to sow? We are supposed to sow things of the spirit. Sowing in fasting and prayers. Sowing the seed of fasting and prayers. Sowing the seed of prayer. Sowing the seed of fasting. Sowing the seed of studying the word of God. Sowing the seed of intercession. How many people even intercede? Everybody, their want, their needs. If I am to count 100% here, I will say that I can get about 90%. They do not intercede. They have never interceded. No, unless they go to a program and the man of God lives prayer. Let's pray for the nation. Let's pray for this. But they themselves, them for the whole year, no intercession for anybody. And this is your mandate. The reason why the system is difficult is because when you go into the ranks, uh, sorry, into the jurisdiction, into the environment of the enemy, they have intercessors. Intercessors and they are praying to formulate um, 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 how do we call it? A law. In the nation, in, in nations, the laws can be sickness that this year people will struggle. This year, this sickness will be rampant everywhere. This year, this sickness, this year, accident, and they will do that and they will make sure that all of them are involved. Christians, we are not involved. We are not together. We are not united. We are not committed. Obia Penedia. And that's why most people fail. But I pray that by the teachings of this, you will not fail. You have the understanding to stand together, even alone, to intercede for your nation, to intercede for the churches in Ghana and even abroad, to intercede for nations, to intercede for your leaders. Everybody loves to complain. Our president is not doing well. Our this is not doing well. Our this is not doing well. How many people have spent time to pray? How many people? Have spent time to pray. You pray one, say, Oh, the way I interceded the other day. How many, how, how consistent are you? 
But when you go to the demonic world, maybe you don't have, you don't have the ability. I have by the special grace of God. And let me tell you, because we have visited there, we keep visiting there. And let me tell you what happens. The enemy in their jurisdiction, they keep on praying. They pray. They pray. Let me tell you, they pray. They pray. They pray. It depends on who they pray to and who they pray for and who they pray with. Listen, people of God, if you are not careful in this life, the enemy will mess up with your life. Are you following? Are you learning? So understand this spiritual principle that the enemy is not your friend and he will never be your friend. And to those witches and wizards who think that they are part of the enemy, the enemy is never your friend. The enemy doesn't like you. He only likes to employ you to use you against your fellow man. And listen, as you are doing some of these things, the end time will come and the enemy, like God said, I don't know you. The enemy will also tell you, I don't know you. You will be charged together and then you will see that there is a God who has power over devils, who have power over everything. Emmanuel. In the midst of the cherubims, ah, shine forth, shine forth again. You dwell in the midst of the cherubims. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody say, Thank you, Jesus. Shine forth, <laughs> you dwell in the midst of the cherubims. Ah, shine forth, people of God. Are you blessed? Are you blessed? Are you blessed today? Are you blessed? Yes. So now having this understanding, the Bible says having your understanding being enlightened. It means that you must be enlightened in this world. People perish for the lack of knowledge. The reason why people perish for the lack of knowledge is because they are deceived. Men of understanding are not deceived. Men of knowledge are not deceived. And the knowledge that I'm talking about is the knowledge that comes from the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of God. If you have this spirit, it will be very difficult for you to lose focus of that which the Lord wants to do. If you have the spirit of knowledge, you will not lose focus. I am an occupier of the counsel of God because even the counsel of God is a spirit. Are you following people of God? Maria Sumeria Gabaya. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Spiritual warfare. So, have you understood this one? So, people of God, the reason why things are not the way you want it to be is not because. God is tired in helping you. It's not because God is tired in saving you. It's not because God is tired in healing you. He has done all of these things. But all of these things are cultured in the spirit of God. So unless you find yourself in his spirit, you may not locate your real identity. Because your real identity if defined in the flesh will birth out carnality and the birth of carnality is the realm of the devil and that means that you will fail and fail and fail because you are not a flesh you are a spirit 
you are a spirit and you have been cultured in the flesh but you must not allow the flesh to operate above the spirit the decisions must be made from the spirit to the flesh and you have a soul and the mind of the soul must be renewed by the mind of the spirit the mind of the spirit can be measured according to the word of God having this understanding you can now appropriate your thought by having a deeper revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ through his word even if you cannot hear the first voice of the Lord is in the scriptures read it pray on it meditate it and you understand his concept this is what we do as children of God this is what we do as sons of God and you begin to grow to a dimension where that which you will hear from the spirit are not even things written in the Bible but are things that the Lord want to do even in now in your today in your tomorrow and by so doing you will be lifted above men because these were also um, 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 the things that happened to even men in the Bible like Paul that the things that he was writing was not the things even not all of them were even in the Old Testament but he received the word even from heavens he received the word from the spirit he said this is what I receive of the Lord do you remember he said, this is what I received from the Lord even Peter said it this is what I have received from the Lord this is not a, 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 a something that you have a reference in the Bible that is a higher level where you have an understanding about the counsel of God even in the spirit then you can operate from that dimension then you can handle situations and overcome the challenges of life people of God life is spiritual and the devil understands it and knows it are you blessed okay now having this understanding now let us now head towards what I am about to share with you somebody say hey pastor George we are now heading towards what <laughs> today I will mess up with the devil I will mess him up completely and I pray that the devil in your life will be messed up <laughs> he who dwells in the midst of the cherry pins shine forth Yes. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. So the, 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 the assignment of the enemy is only three. It's only three. He wants to come and steal. He, it is called steal because it doesn't belong to him. It is called steal because it doesn't belong to him. He will steal your health. He will steal your children. He will steal your finance. That is it. Number two, when he steals, he wants to kill. Killing is not only death, but killing is also impotent. Can I take it again? <laughs> killing is not only death. But killing is also to make things impotent. So the enemy has come to steal, 
after stealing, he wants to stamp you out. He wants to wipe you off. Listen, the enemy will never be your friend. He has deceived many people and employed them, thinking that the enemy loves them. Everything moves on well. That's why he can give you more money because the world is his. He can give you more cars because the world belongs to him. He can give you anything come now. He can lay all of these things to you. He can give it to you. He can bless you with those things. He can give it to you. As simple as it is, he can give it to you. But have this understanding that you perish. You perish. So he come to steal and he come to kill. Then he will destroy. That's why it's like kill doesn't mean death. Now it means that destroy is greater than kill. <laughs> can I shock you? Destroying is greater than kill. But in, in a normal sense, when somebody says kill, you will fear it more than destroy. If somebody says, I will destroy you. I will destroy you. If somebody says, I will destroy you. If somebody says, I will destroy you. You don't even fear. But if somebody says, I will kill you, you fear. It's because of our thoughts. Our thought needs to be renewed. Now, the definition here is that the enemy will first come to steal you. And he will kill. And he will destroy So for us to understand, kill, and destroy, what is Jesus or what is God going to do to us? And he said, I am come that they might. Listen, and this statement should scare you if you're a child of God. I am come that they might. The word they might is not a definite article and you must be afraid because it means that you may not have it. <laughs> Hiya. Do we have English, madam, here? Do we have English? It's, yeah, it's like 50-50. Read the scriptures well. I am come that they might have life. They might. So it's a choice. You can choose not to have it once Jesus has come. And you can choose to have it. So that point... Now, the opposite of kill is what? To make alive, right? To kill is to make alive. Okay. So, the life there, I came that they might have life. It is the opposite of the kill there. And he said, and that they might have it more abundantly. So, having life is not enough. Hey, are you learning? Having life is not enough, but there is what we call higher life. Hey, somebody say glory. My God. My God. They might have life and even have it in abundance. And this is what we call more abundance. This is what we call higher life. Higher life. Listen, and that is also going to fight the word destroy. So destroy is higher death. <laughs> to destroy is higher death. My God. So the enemy can kill you. That's what the Bible says. Do not be afraid. Do not be what? Do not be what? Do not be what? Be afraid. 
of those who can kill their body, Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. So you could see that it is the same chapter. Matthew chapter 10. The first one, uh, sorry, it's the same gospel. John chapter 10, verse 10. And now we have Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. So, you see, the Bible is now telling you, this is what we call specification. Why would even God think that the enemy can kill the body? Because that is his realm. That is why I say that anybody operating, anybody operating in the flesh is operating in the realm of the devil. Are you now getting the whole concept now? The thing that I was teaching you in the foundation, now I'm, I'm explaining it in a higher way. Are you getting it now? Yes. So do not be afraid of those who kill the body. Who kill the body? It's the devil. Because the devil comes to steal and to kill. So who kill the body is the devil. He cannot kill your spirit. He cannot kill your soul. Because those things, if only you are in the Lord, those things are heavenly. They cannot touch it. They cannot touch it. So when the enemy came after Job, he destroyed everything bodily, but could not touch his soul. He couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't. A man was so anointed. Let me, let me tell you. You can get to a location in the Lord where even God will prevent the enemy to touch your body. And that is where I want you to get to. A man was so anointed that the devil was able to kill the man. And when the man died, the devil was begging God to take the body. <laughs> they need the anointed body in their house. Satan needed the body. And God said, no, don't touch the body. The body has to be taken by angels. Listen, people of God, the enemy is after your life. Even after death, he still wants to have your body. Hey. <laughs> You, you don't know this person you are dealing with. But if you know God, you, don't, you are not afraid of these things. Be strong in the Lord. Finally, brethren, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his mind. Put on the whole armor of God. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God who can destroy both soul and body in hell. In hell. In hell. So people of God, that is what the enemy wants to do. He wants to kill, he wants to steal, he wants to kill, and he wants to destroy. He wants to do what? To steal, to kill, and destroy. Now, the Bible is telling us, fear not the end that can kill your body. Fear not the health condition now. There is a God who can bring your health condition, he can repair your womb, and you will conceive. 
He can take that fibroid and make it fine boy. He can change your identity now if you believe it. So, are you following? Yes. Okay. So now, the Bible now, let's continue. Verse 12, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, 11, and now 12. 11, put on the whole armor of God that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So, the wiles of the devil is the greatest deception. And that is what? That is what? Yes, it's the greatest weapon, sorry. And that is deception, sorry. Yes. It's the greatest weapon. And the greatest weapon of the enemy is what? Everybody type it. The greatest weapon of the enemy is what? Everybody, let me see. The greatest weapon of the enemy. Let me see if you can get it. Deception, God bless you. And I said the word wows is the word to deceive somebody. Yes. The use of trickery, tricks. The enemy will use tricks. Or better trick you. Yes. So now have this understanding. So be careful with what you hear. Because now by studying today, you have understanding that the greatest weapon of the enemy is deception it's not money you see that's why how people taught to your thought is wrong so you have to renew your mind by the word of god because money is not evil but the wrong way in getting money or how money can lead you may be evil the greatest enemy the greatest weapon of the enemy is deception. He will deceive you. To a point the Bible says, even the very elect may be deceived. It means that deception is dangerous. That people who are spiritual can also be deceived. Hey! And the Bible was not blind. The Bible said it. That if we are not careful at the last days, even the very elect will be deceived. Deception. You are deceived, number one, when you don't have knowledge, and that is what I was, I will only say. If you have the knowledge of God, you cannot be deceived. Number two, you will be deceived when you walk out from the presence of God. If you don't have the presence of God, you will be deceived. So David was so careful. That after all he did, he was afraid. And he now said, Lord, you can take everything from me, but take not your presence. Are you writing? The path of deception, when you lack knowledge. The Bible says that for the lack of knowledge, my people perish. My people perish! Because of the lack of knowledge. 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 My people perish for the lack of knowledge. And number two is the lack of the presence of God. When you go out from his presence. Number three. The absence of his sure word. And that's the word of God. 
when people do not know his word, they are deceived. When people don't know his word, they are deceived. People of God, I just realized I have to close now so I can publish this. And when we come, the next time I can continue. So have this one in mind. If you don't know his word, if you lack knowledge, if you lack his presence, you may be deceived. Other things are, other factors are there that I can give to you. But this is even enough. The Lord bless you this morning. And I pray for each and every person. And the Lord will lift you higher and higher and higher. That you will go far in the things of the spirit. You will go far in the things of the flesh. You will go far in the things of the soul. And all will be based on what God wants to do. Even in the flesh, even in the spirit, even in the soul. You will not be carnal. You will not be deceived. I pray for you that deception will be far away from you. You will walk in the wisdom and in the knowledge of God. You will walk in the power of his mind. You will be strengthened in the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Any arsenals of the enemy will not even enter you. Will not come near your dwelling. Sickness will be far from you. And it is far from you. Accident is far from you. In the name of Jesus. Today I bless people with jobs. With jobs. With jobs. I bless people with ideas. 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 Ideas that will bring money. Ideas that will make you wealthy. Ideas that will bring safety. Ideas that will preserve your family. Ideas that will make you great. Ideas that will promote you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for you spiritually begin to grow in the Lord. I pray that your faith fail not. In the mighty name of Jesus, be strengthened at all costs. And anything the enemy wants to do, may it be exposed to you through your dreams, through your vision, through your hearing, and through even people around you. Let every wow of the enemy be destroyed. And I prophesy in the name of Jesus, make it in life in this week. And in this month of July, in Jesus' precious mighty name, shout Amen. If you are here, you don't know Jesus, it will be the most saddest thing that will happen to a man. If you don't know Jesus, say these words after me. Say, Father Lord, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from all my sins. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe He died for me. I believe He resurrected for my victory. And I believe He has ascended into the heavens. And I believe He is seated at the right hand side of the Father. Be Lord over my life, Jesus. Be my Savior. I receive eternal life today and forever. Help me, Lord, to understand your ways. Help me, O oh Lord, to be strengthened in the faith that my faith will not fail. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Congratulations. Welcome to the faith. You are part of us. And your name is in the book 
properly affirmed. And I know that we will meet in the future, even together as sons of God, and we will forever march forward. The Lord has strengthened you, and you have received a renewal in your spirit. Your spirit is now born again. It is your spirit that is now renewed, and you have received eternal life, and the life of God is now in you. What you have to do now is to continually fellowship with us and study the word of the Lord. Study the word of the Lord every day. Try. Even if you don't understand, you try. Read them. When you come here, whatever we are teaching you, learn. With time, you will grow. And you already have the greatest master in you. The greatest teacher in you. And that is the Holy Spirit. He will teach you all truths and guide you in life. The Lord bless you. We are also there. You can also send us a message. Don't call. Send a message on WhatsApp on the number. Share your testimonies there. How God has transformed you. How you are growing. We would love to hear your testimonies. We love to hear them. We love to hear what the Lord is doing for you. We love for you to share your experiences on the encounter. The Lord bless you. 4 p.m. We will have our prayer meeting. 4 p.m. But until we meet again now. Lord bless you. The Lord keep you for staying here, even for hours, despite our network issues, to learn the word of the Lord. May my God help you. And may people see you and say, this is a man that is helped by God. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, 4 p.m. we are coming. Amen. Amen. 4 p.m. we are coming. The Lord bless you all. I am the prolific George Mark Eagle, and Jesus is my boss. Until we meet again at 4 p.m. Hey, my sister is here, Sweet Samus. Who remember the day I told Sweet Samus congratulations? Was it last week? Was it last week? PFP or what? I told Sweet Samus congratulations. And to the glory of God, she has given birth. Yay! Hey, this, this platform, man. Eh? Ah,
atamfu nyina ho adwire wo amareno dinyame yama wo dinyame wa yama wo ho atamfu nyina ho adwire wo say how how this this man the how how of the witches will be many how how come how now how like how me how Incident, my mother's soul. You're my power, you're my mother. You didn't want me.